0: Side of the nice little chip. Oh Mr. Oliveira with a cheeky goal.
1: Hey welcome everybody to the 423 Soccer Pod. This is the post-match rant. What we do on the post-match rant is review the match we just watched and what we just watched was a cfc victory over napa valley yes 39 3 nil at the friendly confines of finley stadium uh this is jim you can find me on twitter at Chattagooner. and this is todd you can find me a great footballer on twitter so, first, Todd, you want to go through just the, the, the goals that were scored as Led Zeppelin comes over the uh, the loudspeakers behind us? Yeah, big win for
2: CFC tonight. Goal scorers were Genki in the second minute, Costa in the 23rd, and Cole wrapping it up with a beauty in the 88th minute. To give uh, CFC what we just found out was our first win at home in nearly two months.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that. Uh, you know, when, when you told me that, I was like, no, that's not true. We won in the conference championship. But then I remembered, well, Jim, that was two months ago. That was two months ago. <laughs> so.
2: So, so yeah. Was... So right
1: after the game, we caught up
2: uh, with Coach uh, Fuller. So uh, we're going to take it to that interview, and uh, here's what he had to say.
0: So here we're with Coach after the game. Uh, great, dominating performance. Uh, what are your takeaways from the game? Um, well, I think a couple of things. I mean, the previous reporter had asked me about uh, why do we seem to be able to just to just get after these guys. For instance, Cosmos last weekend didn't score to the 58th minute and beat him 1-0 at, their, at, at New York. Um, I think scoring early not only helps us relax a little bit, I think it makes them, when you've been losing and you haven't scored a goal, you're immediately thinking to yourself, here we go again. And I think that probably has, has you know, a lot to do with it. But uh, we knew they were going to come out in a 5-4-1. We knew they were going to sit very deep. We knew we were going to have to use the wide areas of the field. I thought our guys, I, I tried to set us up to be able to, uh, to do that. Um, and I picked a sub bench that I knew could play out wide and get at people on the whip. Because I really thought that was what it was going to take to, to kind of stretch them and pull them out of their shape a little bit, and particularly getting not just not just back players but midfield players turned facing their own goal a little bit, and. Uh, uh, and it worked. I mean, the guys did a great job. And uh, full credit, Joao Allen with that first group. I thought Pipe was, he worked his tail off tonight. I mean, he was in the locker room at halftime. I mean, there's a big pool of sweat just sitting down at his feet. I mean, he worked so hard. Um, I thought Caleb obviously did a great job when he came on, gave us an immediate impact, um, energy. Walsh, did a great job at uh, when he came in for Joao, um, played played really well. Um, you know, just I, I think the, I think the key was our attention to detail during the week in terms of how to prepare for how they were going to set up, and I think that that made a big difference. I noticed in the second half when we started having substitutions, uh, we changed formation. We did. We went to a box. Went to a box with two up front. But the idea with that was when we did get possession of it, and we had possession for. For an extended period, four, five, six passes to try and get Caleb to get wide and Walshy to get wide. So it almost turned into 4-4-2 with wingers and and wide wide players. And uh, and I thought it worked real well. Um, did, you know? To be fair, both of them both of them created. I mean, Caleb got the goal cutting in on his left foot. Walshy had a had a great little run where he's given some good service and runs just weren't quite right there, but. It's, it's good stuff. So, well, Congratulations on a great win tonight coming back home. It feels good to get those three points, job. and uh, yeah. we're moving up the ladder. Thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you.
2: All right, big thanks to Coach Fuller for uh, letting us uh, on the inside what the coach is thinking for that game. We certainly appreciate his time with that. So uh, let's go down the stats real quick before sure. we, uh, we get into uh, uh, analysis. So, my final, and always with a big asterisk, these are 423 soccer pod statistics and should be taken with a grain of salt. You know, I could have been checking my phone, I could have been taking a sip of my lemonade, you never know. So, here we go. Uh, shots on goal had eight for CFC, one for Napa Valley. Uh, shots uh, not on target, 13 for CFC, three for Napa Valley. Corners, eight for CFC, two for Napa Valley fouls 10 for cfc six for napa valley offside five for cfc four for napa valley yellow cards two for cfc alone that was one to uh dunston and then one to (laughs) Zecca.
1: yeah that's Zecca
2: one yeah i've been keeping an eye on Zecca like on the past like few months and he's uh he's salty he he is like i think if if a player like gets one on him that wasn't called like he's coming back
1: yes he is quickly
2: yes it's coming you might as well get ready for it yeah so uh i'll just start out with saying like man i I knew this 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 wind felt unreason like it felt unnecessarily good and matt pointing that out that it had been almost two months since the wind explains it because i was like this feels really good to be a win against napa valley which i mean you could argue we should have blown them out six to nothing again but with all of our chances but it just felt really good, and I was like, "Oh, that explains it." It's been
1: two months. So. Yeah, it's been a little while. It, it's been a little while, um, so yeah.
2: Uh, so let's just go uh, minute by minute, and uh, we'll uh, do the breakdown here.
1: Uh, well, so- first, first off, any, anything surprising? I think ha- have we, you know, uh, you know, have we seen a, a starting eleven kind of develop?
2: Yeah. So I guess we came out. <clears throat> I, I got a chance to talk with Coach just right before the game, and he said, you know, we're coming out in a 4-3-3. Mm-hmm. That kind of told me we're just going to pin the ears back and, yeah. and go for it. Um, so uh, the lineup we had uh, across the in goal, of course, uh, the always dependable Phil D'Amico. Then across the back we had Gabby Torres, uh, Dunston, Sanchez, and Schmarzak on the right. And then in the midfield we had Ginky kind of sitting in the middle and back with Juan uh, Hernandez and um, Cam uh, flanking him, and then uh, across the top we had Costa Oliveira
1: and Webb. Yeah, so when, when we're in the four-three-three, you know, outside of maybe, you know, if Lima were healthy, he may, he may have been in there in the middle instead. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think we, we've certainly seen a preferred front three. You know that that you know those three have been up top a couple of times in a row now. So you know I you know I think that's that, I wonder if that's really kind of developing into our into our kind of first three. Um, and that midfield seems to be, certainly with Ginky and Juan, if we're going to play the, thir- the 4-3-3, those two are going to be some of the first, two of the first names on the team sheet. And then Cam has seemed to kind of have, have come into to that midfield that midfield role and be more of the creator. And what did you um, think about his game tonight? Oh, I, I thought he had a great game. You know, I've, I've not always been... Uh, really sold on him as a starter. I I, I really like him off the bench, but the last two matches he's played really well. He should have had a couple of goals tonight. I mean, you know, he he really... But he created problems from the midfield, and I thought he had a really good match. Yeah,
2: he'd probably be the first to tell you that, too. Uh, No, not... (laughs) Not that he had a good game, <laughs> not that he had a good game, but and, and he did. But that he, he probably should have had a goal because I know the, the one, the one. I mean, it, it just went right to the keeper, and it, yeah. it was a, it was kind of a boom boom play. So I don't think he had time to actually place it. It was probably all he could do to get it on frame. Yeah, but right. but still, he probably feels like he should have had a goal tonight. Um, yeah. So so the overall lineup. I mean, I, it looks like it's kind of solidified. Uh, update on Dunst. On uh, I'm sorry. On Lima. He says that he's ready to play. Uh, he just got an extra. He just got an extra game off, basically. Coach yeah. wanted to take some time because he had had two hamstring injuries already this year, so just give it a little extra time uh, and, uh, and and let that thing heal up. And, and I think we all uh, understand how uh, nagging hamstring injuries can oh, yeah. be. So taking an extra game at, at the expense of Napa Valley, I'm totally okay with that.
1: Yeah, and Napa came out with three at the back. They came out kind of uh, with a three, almost like a three-five-two, three-four, almost three-four-three three in some ways. Uh, when when they had the ball, when they didn't have the ball, they almost were kind of had six in the midfield, which was most group. of the time. Yeah, which was most of the time. They they really kind of bunk, bunkered in a three six one and, and left their sole striker up there number nine. The number nine. Yeah, he uh, was on an island up, up there by himself. Um, he seemed to be a quality player. Uh, I I, mean, oh, and I liked him a lot. He yeah. he, he created some problems with us the, the couple of times he got service. I could you know I could see if he. If he was on a team that could give him a little more possession and, and create more for him, he would create some problems for folks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, And I think, to- I think we'll get to a problem he created for us that we got maybe we got a little lucky yeah, with. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to there. All right, so uh, we ready to break it down? Sure, yeah. Okay, so uh, coming right out of the gate, man, it's, nothing feels better than getting an early goal, and Genki gave us that in the second minute. Like we don't even just barely get in our seats and get settled and Jinky's uh, and putting one in the back of the was net. That, was
1: that off a corner?
2: It was, and it was a bit of a scramble in the yeah. blocks. Uh, there was a uh, – I couldn't see on the replay. There was somebody that took a shot, and it deflected, yeah. and it fell to Jinky and he put it in the back of the net. It. yep. Yep. So, we get out of the blocks one to nothing. You know, and I think that does a lot for, for our confidence, you know, getting that early
1: goal and putting mm-hmm.
2: the other team back on their heels because it, it does kind of force them to come out. If they plan on getting anything out of the game, it forces them to come out a little bit.
1: Yeah, but they really even couldn't get out that much.
2: Yeah, I think we kept them pinned back. I don't yeah. think that was by their own choice. I think we kept them pinned back. Yeah,
1: I don't. We didn't. We didn't press a whole lot deep. Um, we they just couldn't possess the ball in the midfield. Um, and they just they just could not maintain possession really at all.
2: And then in the 17th minute, uh, there was a questionable call. Uh, there was an offside. We thought initially was an offside call yeah. on Oliveira. Uh, where he passively lets the ball play through. Webb breaks through and finishes off, and it looks like uh, it's going to be uh, two to nothing. Yeah. And the play gets called back, and we're in the stands, and we're thinking, uh, okay, so they're going to give the offside. Come to find out, that's not what it was at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we talked to, uh, we talked to Matt Coniglio at, at halftime, and I asked Matt, I said, what did you see on that uh, on that call? And, and so he, he brought up the fact that when the ball was being played through, when, when, when Hapa had the ball, the center ref kind of got in the way, and the ball made contact with the ref. And so the ref brought the ball back to that place because there was a change of possession after the ball struck the ref. And so that's a fairly new rule, um, and it's one that I'd forgotten about. And also, I didn't notice. I didn't know that the ball actually hit him. I thought the ref just got in the way, and the player ran into the ref, and the kind of ball went went rolling. So that was uh, Matt's. That was Matt's description. I think that I think that makes some sense. Either way, it shouldn't have been a goal for for CFC. If if the if the play had gone, uh, you know, there there was some confusion with the with the with the uh, with the AR uh, making that call. It really wasn't. I think it was. It should have been called just for offside when the ball came across. I know Oliveira was running onto it, and then he stopped and tried to say, "Hey, I'm not going to play it." Yeah. But you know, he really did a dummy, and that's was. that's making an attempt on the ball, and he was off. And so, I, I mean, I was fine with the goal not counting. However, we got there, I really didn't want. You know, well, I would have been fine if the goal counted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I would, okay. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt I'm my feelings. I'm only okay but. with
2: accepting an offside in that because we won. Yes. Uh, other than that, I've been really upset. Yeah. So, that, that was a good – that was spot on by Matt to pick up on that because, you know, if you if you know – I was wondering sitting there, like, why he's bringing the ball back. I was like, yeah, I was okay, really, it's like, he's not confused. bringing it back to the – he's waved the goal off. He's yeah. not bringing it back to the center circle. Yeah. But he's bringing it back on uh, the defensive half of CFC. I was like, this doesn't make sense. And, and of course, with nobody there to explain it, uh, but, but yeah, that's th- and there I
1: mean. was some poor communication with, with the refs. I mean, I saw yeah. I saw communication problems with the center ref to both ARs. I saw some some problems with the fourth official. Um, it, it was it wasn't a poorly officiated game from a um, from from a standpoint of a lot of missed calls, but it it wasn't managed really well from an officiating standpoint. So.
2: All right, and uh, moving on in the uh, 28th minute, uh, CFC gets their second goal of the game, making it two to nothing. Uh, compliments of Jao Costa, and that was assisted by uh, Juan Hernandez. And the long ball, and I'm going to go. I'm going to give the secondary assist to Webb yes. because mm-hmm. the cross yeah. was uh, it, it was a dime. Yep. I mean, he switched field from right to the left to far post. Puts it right on Hernandez's foot, who puts it back for uh, Costa to polish off. Yeah. And uh, it was just, I, I wrote that out there, long cross by Webb, and it, it was a beauty. So. Yeah, and, you know, and I've been kind of critical of them not switching the, the uh, point of attack quickly enough uh, in the past games. And I thought tonight, uh, I thought they did better. Uh, at that and I don't know if that was just because of the competition or because of uh, for what reason but the point of attack got changed very frequently and quickly and so I I appreciated that. Well
1: there was we had a lot of opportunity there because they really didn't put a lot of pressure on us.
2: Uh, So in the 28th minute uh, Jordan uh, Dunston gets a a cheap yellow Um, I don't know I I was watching it. It was the player was kind of on a break, and it looked like he cleared the ball, but I guess the ref thought he came through the player, sort of.
1: But is, was that where he, he got the ball and the player ran into him, right? Yeah. It was. I, I, I don't know that that's a foul.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you kind of go back to that. I'm not even sure if that's a foul, let alone a yellow, but yeah. it was it was really weak. Yeah, I because the, the ball is there to be won, and he goes and gets the ball, clears the ball, and then the player runs into him. Now – if the player gets the ball and then he takes them out, that's a yellow. I get that. I'll, I get that ten times out of ten because he's, you know, the player is, has been his his, um, his run has been obstructed, but he won the ball, and and it wasn't a situation where he won the ball and then went into the player. He won the ball and then the player hit him. Ran into him. So it's not an obstruction situation because I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I'm not even sure it was a foul. It was frustrating that, that he got a yellow for that. So, I guess going into half,
2: like, you know, CFC had dominated possession, dominated all the chances. Uh, I mean, we could have been a little more disciplined up top. We had four offsides in the first half, and we we did pump in a lot of crosses that went uh, with no one on the end of
1: them in that first half. Um, Well, they were just runs just were just like two steps off. Like, there'd be a low cross and a runner, but the runner was just the timing was off or... Or it may have been some good defense on the part of Napa just to hold their line so that they could, that run couldn't meet. But there were a lot of crosses, not high crosses going in looking for headers, but a lot of low crosses looking for those runs um, that w- that ended up in, you know, in a goal for, uh, in that second goal really was kind of a cross to yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of them went across and, and were just cleared out. I, I, I didn't keep the, the stat,
2: but I'd, I'd like to know how many crosses Webb had in, in that first half might, down that right side. Well, I might add a
1: cross line to my to my stats that I, that I do. You know what you tonight. need to do? You, you need to go for a walk. <laughs> I do need to go. That's for, what you need to do. I do, okay, I do need to. Thanks, Heather. I do need to go so, for a walk. So,
2: going into the half, CFC had dominated. Uh, we had had, uh, let see, total six, uh, ten shots, four of those on goal. We had had uh, – Four corners, so just really, it had been uh, uh, one-sided traffic. Uh,
1: any thoughts for the first half for you? No, I was really pleased with it. I, you know, I thought two-nil was was a, a, a you know a fair result. We we could have probably finished a couple more, but I was I was happy. I, you know, I had a, a similar feeling that I did the last time we won at Finley. You know, when we when we played Asheville, I really wasn't concerned about. I, I was only concerned in the sense that their forward. I got the sense that if he ever got a good ball to him, and got people in a one-on-one, that he could do some damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't really happen a whole lot. Um, yeah. I mean, it happened once, <laughs> and uh, he he did, he did put a, yeah he did put us in a little bit of damage. But outside of outside of a you know kind of route one, a long ball to him that he holds up, uh, you know they just didn't offer a whole lot. Okay, so
2: going into the second half, uh, we had one substitution. Uh, we had uh, Soren hashtag, come in for Jordan Dunstan, and that was most likely to Jordan sitting on that early yellow. He had already played some, you know, 20, 20 minutes roughly on that yellow. So, like ho- for like, I switch. hope that's what
1: it was. I, I you know I couldn't see anything when he was sitting on the sitting on the sideline. Like I couldn't see anything wrapped up, or uh, I don't think the staff talked to him. So, and Soren, you know, Soren is a good replacement in that position. So.
2: Absolutely. All right, so coming out of the half, we had that one, one change, and it was kind of uh, more business as usual. Uh, I didn't see any real change uh, initially coming out. We came back in the 4 3 3, and it was once again, we dominated possession. Didn't look like our tactics had, had really changed very much.
1: The only thing I started to see was Juan g- coming a little deeper to pick up the ball. So I don't know if that was uh, by design or just the way the game was, with the, you know, kind of the, with the way the game was running. But I did see him come a little deeper. You know, almost not quite like in the first half we were definitely I believe like one four one two with Ginky in the middle being deeper. There were some times when I felt like um, Juan and Ginky were kind of both deep being defensive midfielders and then but using Juan to transition between the back to the front. He didn't spend, he didn't stay there. It wasn't like a it was he wasn't playing defensive mid, but he, he was deeper in the second half, at least at the beginning. That's one thing I've noticed about this, and I hate to take a little analytics break here before we get
2: further into the second half, but I have noticed in that four-three-three, there does seem to be a lot of fluidity in that midfield, yeah, right. and uh, more so than what we see when we're running a four-four-two. It seems to be more yeah. rigid in, in its structure and how it's applied. So I just I was noticing that tonight because I, I was watching um, Juan and uh, Cam switch sides, and uh, it, it didn't seem to be unusual at all. Oh, uh, so um, yeah. that, that's one thing I think the four-three-three brings that the Four, 4 2 doesn't, and uh, maybe against a team like Napa, it's different than, say, when we're playing Cosmos. Right. It'll be interesting yeah. to see uh, going forward. We'll pay more attention to that. Yeah. So now, let's get into the 61st minute. Uh, we had kind of alluded to this on several occasions. We kind of alluded to Soren uh, maybe having a shout for a penalty uh, called on him, uh, the the Napa Valley player breaks through the box. Uh, it, it's obvious that Soren's chasing him, uh, and he kind of he kind of like pulls and tugs at him a little bit, and then he uh, makes a uh, tackle for the ball. And I'd say it's questionable at yeah. best. I, well, it,
1: go, go, it starts with a long ball over that he attempts to head, and and he gets up. and, and Normally, Soren is really good in the air. I mean, he's yeah. probably one of our better players in the air, Probably The and best. He, and he, yeah, and he just doesn't get really good contact and what he what he does really is just flick the ball on for that player to run on to so he doesn't get enough to on it to get it back to the field and he doesn't get it to the side so he, he just he doesn't does maybe as i can't remember i it may have just been a little bit too high for him so he gets it flicks it onto that player who, who and he's in Swords beat and and i he's coming from behind now, there are two parts. You mentioned two parts. There is the pulling, and there is the challenge. I actually think the challenge was okay. But I, I think he got the ball. I think he came from came from right behind him. I think he won the ball. Where I would be mad if I were a Napa fan was I think he held him back. And oh, I, I think he did too. Yeah, I, I think he held him back, and, and that allowed him to get to the ball. And so it would not have – I mean, I would have shaken my head but if that if, if the ref had pointed to the spot, I don't think we would have had a whole lot of argument. I I, I I kind of felt like it was one of those fans that
2: kind of you know kind of sheepish grin on my face because I felt like we got away with one. Uh, but it, at the end of the day, like I said, if they did, it's like you said, if they would have given it, I, I wouldn't have been. I'd have
1: kind of like, well, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I'd let it go.
1: Yeah. But again, that, that's that that's that case that I was worried about in the first half with them pumping those balls forward. There were a lot of those that just didn't connect, and that one was just—it really didn't connect. Soren got to it, but it just didn't get enough on it. But you know, that's where that—that's where that player could create some problems, and, uh, and as a counter attacker, and, and you know, he, he showed a couple of good things. That was a situation he created that we got we kind of got away with.
2: So moving on, in the 65th minute, started a flurry of substitutions. Um, the first was uh, Zecca. I uh, came in for Olivera, Max Vilsheri came in for Webb. Uh, there was a double swap in the 65th, and then I thought there there might be a formation change at that point. There was not. And then in the 70th, uh, we had uh, Valenciano come yeah. in for uh, Juan Hernandez, and then uh, in the 72nd, we had Walsh come in for Costa, and then in the 77th, uh, Caleb Cole came in for Cam it is now has to be known as the Bromat substitute. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so so there weather well, wasn't a, a change. It was like for like those first two subs. But yeah. when, when Danny came in, it was obvious you're taking one off, you're putting Danny on, you're going to a two man defensive midfield. Yep. And so that you don't know, you know, that's only gonna be a four four two box or a four two three one and I don't we don't really like to play a four two three one much or we haven't since the very beginning of the season, so it, it kind of it was still fluid up top a little bit. There were times when there was a two. There were times when it felt like there was only one up. where only Zecca was up top, and Wilshere dropped a little bit into the midfield. Um, Zecca was definitely up top. Wilshere kind of went up top as a pair, but also dropped into the midfield some.
2: So I know you haven't heard the coach interview, but he alluded to that uh, going into the four four two. He kind of wanted to maintain. Uh, some of the same uh, uh, benefits of the 433 that we had had and he wanted to push people up yeah. and uh, so that's that's kind of what he got yeah um, but it was kind of a personnel thing uh, and you know but and then
1: Caleb for camp or, I mean is that's a like-for-like kind of switch to yeah. so that and he and Caleb came on and made a you know made a contribution almost immediately
2: yeah he did so before we get to his goal let's talk about Zecca's yellow in the 80th minute <laughs> We laugh, we laugh, and it's mostly because of me. Okay, I don't know why. I just never thought Zekka had this kind of like mean. I don't mean's not the right. He just doesn't. Word. What's well, he the doesn't word? like. He
1: does. He doesn't look like a guy that has that. Has a, that little, in his edge. Name. Oh, a yeah. little edge. A little edge. Like yeah, he
2: doesn't seem like that guy. Yeah. But if you remember, I want to say, what game was it where he just like cleaned out the guy at midfield? Uh, well, I think it's been more than one, really. Well, <laughs> but I, know what I you're want to say it was about. in the conference. I think it was in the conference semifinal. He just clocks a guy.
1: But I, and, and, They both went up for a header, yeah. and, and one came down on their feet, Yeah, and that was Zekka. Yeah. And 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 it wouldn't surprise me if that was a situation where Zekka felt like he had been fouled earlier and Zekka decides that if the ref's not going to take care of it. Yeah. Zeca's gonna take yeah. care
2: of it. So Zeca <laughs> has a little vigilante retribution in the 80th minute. Gets a yellow for
1: for his. I don't think list. that was retribution. I just think he just. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just he keeps... I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. No, he, yeah, he was. He, he went up for that header. He was not gonna win that header, and he decided that the player was gonna be, uh, was gonna be taken out instead.
2: So we made it to the 88th minute. The game is two to nothing. Felt like we should even have more goals out of it. And uh, and Caleb Cole comes through in the 88th minute and puts in number
1: three. Uh, it it was a beaut. Uh, Jim, what do you think about that goal? I mean, uh, you know, you know what I texted you. I mean, you know, I texted you right after the goal. I was like, I was like, Dan, Caleb, that was just straight nasty. So I mean, it was it was a dirty boy. I mean, he he it was a it was a really nice run and through the midfield and it just slotted it to the far post it was yeah. nice
2: he breaks in and that was that was on he comes inside right and it was on his yeah. left foot yep. uh, and it, it was just a great finish uh, once again when when the highlights go up when when hopefully uh, Jay Kaylee gets those up uh, be on the lookout for those because it's it's a beauty so uh, so it finishes up uh, three to nothing uh, CFC uh, back at home in Finley. Uh, three points feels good. Uh, I'm, I'm on a high right now, you know, feeling yeah. feeling
1: good But so you you had a chance to talk to Caleb right right yeah. after the game?
2: Yep, sorry about that uh, Yeah, I had a chance to while I was waiting on coach Caleb came by and I asked him about that goal Here's what he had to say
0: CFC with a really dominant performance tonight 2 nothing before you scored your goal feel like it deserved another one Tell us about that number three yeah, I think I think we were working hard for, for that whole second half. We are just, just trying to chase that third goal, and I think we knew it was going to come, but I think uh, it just took a bit of a team effort, and, and uh, we just needed to break through. And I think the spaces were starting to open up, and as they started to wear out, I and mean, start started earlier tonight, it was hot, a bit muggy, and uh, I think we just wore them down, and the space opened up, and uh, it was just happened to be me that found the space and took the shot, and it went right in the corner. So, yeah, great shot. Good game tonight, man. Thank you so much.
2: thanks a lot to Caleb for taking some time uh, right after the game to, to chat with us and just overall felt great about the game. I felt we dominated uh, yeah. not not other than the fact we pumped a bunch of balls in the box and there was a lot that there was nobody on the end for. I, I really don't have any negatives about this game.
1: No, I can't think of anything either. Again, the, you know, there, we seem to be very susceptible to that one long ball. You know, that there, there was only a couple of them that connected. One of them resulted in that penalty shout. With Soren, the others there were some there were some times when they just didn't control the ball. We had a couple of times that I noticed that our fullbacks were way up and we had a lot of space outside. They just they could not connect those those diagonal balls to their fullbacks or diagonal balls to their outside wingers. And, And a team that can do that will give us trouble but again but we are not going to play that this way against a lot of other teams. That, that was
2: the point I was about to make. Yeah, you're not going to do that and and I think that's that's why we felt comfortable being pressed that high up and I felt like, you know, they they felt like they could tie up their their lone striker up yeah. there w- without any great difficulty and they did. Okay. Yeah, they did. Like we're getting nitpicky when when we're talking about the dangers that he created. I mean, we went over says, like I was Jim was trying to goad me into giving them a shot in the first half, and I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> they had a it shot. Was, they did not have <laughs> a shot. That was a cross. I
1: saw it in his no, eye. They, they had a shot. They had a shot blocked, and I, you know, you know, that's Why still never. a shot on goal. It's just blocked. Just you know, Todd gave you his stats. Just wait. Uh, just wait on Twitter. I will. I will be. I'll be. I'll be rewatching Look, the game. And I'm now. the only person that makes stats an objective thing. <laughs> No, no. You make yeah. You make them very objective. Yeah. No. You make them very subjective.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, i make them subjective. My <laughs> yeah,
1: bad. Yeah. You make them very subjective. Yeah. I'm the so, only
2: person uh, on the planet that makes so, those yeah, subjective I'm, stats. Gonna,
1: I'm gonna watch you a little bit later and, and and do at least do the stats. I probably won't do the passing and yeah. that kind of stuff, but I'll probably do stats.
2: So, uh, final thoughts on this one?
1: No, it's it's good to get a win. We need a win. We need those three points. Uh, as we as we're recording, you know, there are two other matches going on in the in the Members Cup. Uh, there's a, a match between uh, Detroit and the Torrent. And last I looked, it was tied late in the first half. There could be some changes. And then uh, New York was playing the Stars at, in New York, and it was 2-0 late in that game. So, you know, the, we, need to, we, need, we need to get some points. We, you know, for, for our Project 12, we're at, we're at seven now out of a possible nine. So uh, we, need, we need three more next week and um, before we go on the road to uh, New York. So next week, I think we have Stars again in um, up, up in uh, Pontiac.
2: Yeah, so. I heard there might be a rumor, another um, Detroit City, uh, Northern Guard, and Chattahooligan meetup. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, told you. are already going to be in the area, so, you know, yeah, unless we... you're meeting up with the Stars <laughs> fan <Drew>. group. <laughs> well, I,
1: yeah, no, I know. I When uh, when somebody from – I can't remember if it was somebody from from the Chattahooligans or if it was somebody from the Northern Guard that said, hey, you're, we're both going to be there at the same time, let's – Let's get together. I, I I butted in and said, but 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 we're going to be with the stars supporters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Big eye roll on that one. Yes, yeah, so next week uh, the twenty. Uh, see, it's the twenty first. We uh, CFC travels travels north uh, to ch- take on the Michigan Stars. The first that first match was a uh, a one one final
1: annoying. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to that post match rant. Not happy. So I, I feel like. I feel like there's some retribution yeah. to be had there, and I hope the and it's going to be a little bit different because uh, they do play in a dome there, uh, so it's going to be a little bit different feel. Uh, be interested to see how the boys uh, adjust to that. But that game is at 7 p.m. in the Great White North in Pontiac, Michigan.
1: Yep. And so again, I hope we go up there. We need to get we need three points. You know, this is the the overall competition is probably out of our hands. I mean, it's probably so unless unless some things really really go our way, but. We need to we need to finish up. You know we're halfway through it. Actually, we're now one match past halfway. We only got five points through our first five matches. Uh, you know I think we're going to do better in the second half. And well, we started
2: out the second half of, of the season good, right? Well, yeah, with the three three, three.
1: of three. Yeah, you know, so we got three points here. Hopefully, we'll get another three points. Uh, the you know the guys have played okay. Um, we've not really finished what we've created, and we've allowed some silly goals that seem to that seem to be part of you know, something that we need to really need to take care of and hopefully we'll take care of that. And, um, and we'll come back from uh, Pontiac with three points.
2: So wrapping it up here at Chattanooga Brewing Company, once again, we want to thank them for allowing us to set up our little, uh, our little podcast in the back corner with the, uh, Detroit city CFC trophy looming above us. Uh, but, uh, just big thanks to them. And, uh, we will, uh, come to you probably early next week with a podcast. We, uh, interviewed Claire, uh, Claire Tooley. Yes, thank you. We interviewed Claire Tooley. Uh, so we looking for that interview to come up next week. And we'll, we may have
1: something else special for you. We're, we're always working on something. So. so with that, again, you can always find the podcast wherever you find great podcasts. We're there, too. We have moved to anchor.fm, so you can go there and see all the old episodes. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at 423 Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash 423soccerpod, Again, this is Jim, and you can find me on Twitter at Chattagooner. And this is Todd.
2: You can find me at GreatFootballer on Twitter.
1: So with that, we'll see y'all, uh, we'll see y'all after or this next week for a full pod and and hope next after next weekend we'll be back with another post-match rant after the Michigan Stars match. So go CFC.
2: Go blues. <laughs>
0: Oh and it's oh, gone. Oh, got, oh, it. got it! What a shot from Wilshrey off the other side of the crossbar. Oh, look, it's it's a nice little chip. Oh, Mr. Oliveira. What a cheeky goal. <laughs>